For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. 5.30 today, but normally 3 to 6. Uh, there's UGA basketball after the show. But we are, of course, going a mile a minute, so uh, there's we're definitely going to get plenty in in our time. We've been talking for uh, the last hour about a unlikely person um, under normal circumstances, a congresswoman from a uh, uh, district in New York City, but you've probably heard of her, Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she is the youngest person in Congress, youngest person ever in Congress. She's 29. And she, her story sounds very, aw shucks, Jenny from the block, but she's from Yorktown Heights. She interned for Ted Kennedy. She went, she had internships that taught her about how to uh, mobilize mass, masses, large masses of people. And what she's doing came right out of a playbook that Binkley had actually, my producer here, Binkley, had actually been already showing me. uh, And we're thinking of kind of uh, bringing bits and pieces of this from uh, to every show or every other show under a segment name called the Intel Archive. So Binkley went back to the CIA handbook. They don't they don't give you the modern ones, but you can you can get the old ones from the 40s talking about tactics that we that I can see being used against our own people by the parties, but that also are uh, supposedly I mean, these tactics are are basically the ham handed stuff that the Russians are using that people like James Clapper or whatever uh John Brennan come out and like, oh my gosh, these people must be stopped. We need to double down. We need to, we we need to really mess with them now. They're pulling out the big guns, subversion and rumors and all this kind of stuff. So this, they clearly, I feel like this is a show that we're being, we're being told there's this great like Cold War II going on, uh. And you know maybe there is. I don't really know, but you can see the tactics that are being used in the in in domestically by the parties just by reading that intel stuff seeing what people like ocasio cortez are up to but also i think i think we've talked about this on the show before maybe in the podcast we do a podcast called propaganda report maybe in more depth but but there's an organization called indivisible that 
it's it's not i mean binkley who who's the target do you feel like for the indivisible stuff for specifically the the indivisible is it a handbook that you got the indivisible guide who's the target audience yeah like are you reading it is it is it is it for the rank and file or is it just for the organizers or what who do you think is the target audience for the indivisible guide i think the target audience is people who eventually will train to become community organizers. All right. So Ocasio-Cortez said that brand new Congress, a Bernie Sanders um, era uh, sprout, something that supposedly just came up, is similarly indivisible, kind of sprouted up to battle Trump and their resistance. And what they're doing is training people how to what? Engage in the resistance or what? What, They're training people how to as they put it, to resist Trump's racist agenda. That's like the whole premise of the of the guide. And they're training people to organize around using these fear, these extreme fear appeals. So it's all, again, all about identity. It's not about policy. No, yeah. They're mobilizing people based on fear and hatred. Absolutely. Right. And what, so one thing I thought, or the mo- the really interesting thing I thought about this handbook is it's, it's signaling what they're going to do. So it, yeah, it tells Trump you. Has, yeah, so Trump has two years left, and what what do you think it's going to look like based on what they're saying they're going to do? Well, they say happened. that they're going to do endless amounts of investigations and congressional hearings since they won back the House, and they, I mean, they don't hide it. They say that that's what they're going to do. Oh, read read us some passages. Here's a passage right here. Yeah, we can this way we can go back to it. It's going to happen, right? What you're saying is ha- is going to happen. Yeah. We've done this before. So I next year, so th- at the end of this year, like I do every year, I'll do a show of the year in review and a show the year ahead. So next year, when we go back, we're going to look at the year behind us and we're going to see stuff that you're about to tell us we're going to see. That's right. So we'll have to include this also in the year ahead show, but go ahead. It says, Republicans weaponized their investigatory authority to look into frivolous or exaggerated scandals for their own political objectives. In contrast, Democrats have a wealth of real scandals that need to be investigated. Here are just a few examples of investigations that Democrats should pursue. A list. Yes. You want to hear the list? Yeah. The response to and aftermath of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Personal conflicts of interest between cabinet secretaries and the industries their departments allegedly oversee. Hold on. Isn't that like how politics works? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's what everybody that that's like the kind of stuff that the Clintons were really knee deep or, or what are accused of. I mean, that's the kind right, of right. But as they said, when the Republicans did it, it was just frivolous. you know, it wasn't real when they it's do frivolous it. and vindictive. Whereas <laughs> these people, it's not frivolous. It's very even, moral when they do it. Yeah, right. But the funny thing is, they will openly admit they actually do not want resolution. Yeah, they, they just want, want to rile people up purely for vindictiveness or for political cynicism. It has nothing to do with merit. Right. The next one is they're going to investigate the immigration agencies and the family separation policy. Haven't heard Which about that. Which was Obama's, right? <laughs> yeah. Was it Obama's policy, if I'm not mistaken? It's been, I think, a similar policy across administrations. Right. They've all done more... similar. I'm still, I'm still waiting for someone to convince me that the separations aren't like child services type stuff there was a story yesterday about a girl who died in the immigration center I saw it, yeah. 
She was sick and hadn't had water for days. It wasn't, yeah, she probably came over, and that's probably why they took her away. They probably put her in the infirmary. Yeah, so it's not like she got sick and when she got there. A lot of these people are mules. It reminds me of when, I don't know if it's still this way, but Disney. we only could go to Disney World, or Disney World, I guess it was, in Florida, uh, because my son, my son has Down syndrome. He cannot wait on those lines. He's not waiting an hour on line. He's just not going to do it. He would run away and then have to run after. So they give you, for a handicapped kid like that, they'll give you a fast pass, which is even more than like the fast pass you can pay for. They just let you go the head of the line, yeah. which is awesome. And I don't exp- I don't abuse it. You have to do it with him uh, or he cannot play. And he loves roller coasters. Well, they did away with that because people were renting Down's ki- They were renting out Down's kids to take with them to cut the lines. What? That's what the story was. I personally suspect there's a chance that Disney World just wanted to stop that policy, so they claimed that it was being abused. That is, oh wow! But it wasn't. I, I don't. It wasn't being abused. Oh, I don't know if it was or not. So yeah. Anyway, that's what I think. That this is what that reminds me. I mean, me. you got that's pretty bad. If somebody's doing that. Yes. Yes. So so what they do over the border is. I believe, like, for mules or drugs or whatever, they'll bring a little kid with them. You know, yeah. sometimes they just use kids as the mules. Oh, yeah, But yeah. I think they'll bring a kid to make it look like, oh, we're family crossing. Yeah. When they're not. It's just they kidnap the kid or the kid is their kid, but they're still dry. I don't know, but I'm just saying there's totally... I don't believe it's that as kooky as it sounds, but I don't know. You know, I don't know because I don't... The, the news on either side is going to present the story that promotes whatever policy they want. So, yeah, all they want to do is get people fighting with each other. That's all, they, that's all the news And these guys do. at least admit it. Indivisible, which is just divide and conquer, uh-huh. is that. And that's what it's really all about. It's about dividing the populace to conquer them. Whether it's for extreme left communism or extreme right fascism, it's all the same. It's just rich people at the top or yeah. powerful people or whatever people who want to get more economic reward uh, than they deserve from adding value by using the political means. It's that classic struggle, economic means versus political means. And whether there is a a left and a right at the top, it doesn't matter. They're just talking about dividing us so they can exploit uh, the system. But, you know, that's that's not new. Right. I think then they talk about in this thing they say that the you know they're going to do these investigations because it means that the republicans will have fewer resources to cause harm to our communities schools and environment because they have to dedicate resources to fighting the investigations that's crazy but i wanted to say i mean they're deliberately wasting government resources they say they care about impoverished people like ocasio cortez said she was like on a soapbox about um People using their economic power to gain political power. Yeah. And I actually think it's the opposite. It's that nobody's giving up. You, you know, you, you, you can spend the money, your economic power to buy politicians or whatever, but it's only so that the government then works for you to get more economic power, which is why big government is always inherently ripe for corruption, whereas small government is, has less ability to exploit because you can't you can't dole out the money that's why i don't believe and and i hate to always say far left because the right does it too i mean fascism is the the capitalist in league with the with the politician so i mean it's all the same and it's not in our favor yeah 
They're also going to investigate Trump's taxes, and they're going to investigate the deliberate sabotage of the Affordable uh, Care, uh, the Affordable Care Act by the Trump administration. Oh, that uh, a Texas judge just took that to eleven <laughs> today, actually. Took it to so, eleven. Well, he I, I think he ruled it just a blanket unconstitutional. Oh, federal really? judge in Texas. I believe. I didn't do my homework. So we'll see how that shakes out. People think it'll go back to the Supreme Court. But once it's entrenched, we've always said, and even the Apollo group, um, I believe it was, who wrote it or some affiliate of that, said that it was a Trojan horse, that it was there to blow up. It was there not to work. Just like these tactics where you were saying they, they stress out the system to the point where it blows up so they can in impose their own system yeah and they're going to subpoena a bunch of people in trump's administration it's just it's going to be chaos all right well buckle up well that's what he says in the guide he, he lists all that and he says giddy up it's going to be a wild ride <laughs> oh my gosh these people I, it's you know i still want to know what their goal is okay let's take a quick break uh 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB talk this is monica perez monica perez and now for something completely different on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb we're back ready to take some calls uh 404-872-0750 i am going to paul in atlanta paul you are on with monica Monica, I heard you say um, you, far-right fascism, and I'm not sure that I exactly understand what you mean by that, in that far, uh, fascism is a form of socialism, is it not? At least the way it was practiced by the Nazis. Well, what do you think far... I mean, if you want to be semantical, that's fine, but what do you think far-right means? Like, just define it for me, and I'll tell you if that's... But I'm, I'm happy well, to... as far right as you can go is anarchy, and as far left as you can go is communism. Well, although there's the syndicalist anarchists, which are communists that go so far to the left, they call themselves anarchists. I don't believe that's a real thing. Because, right, I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they do. I mean, that's what the Spanish, the, there was a, uh, it was during the Spanish Revolution, the syndicalist anarchists were causing a lot of problems. But, um... So far right is anarchy. I, I mean, if you want to, the definitions of right and left here are probably different from what they are in Europe. I, you can say communism and fascism if you want. I was trying to say these people say they don't want that. People always say like the, the left has this communist thing. They want to mobilize the masses and blah, blah, blah. But right. the right, you could say if they're going for fascism, it's similarly totalitarian and they're going to use uh, tactics that are not above board also. I mean, I'm a libertarian. I don't consider it right or left. I just right. don't like to always say the left because it's all, it's all, you also need to be, you need to be just as worried about communism as fascism. The means of production being funneled through uh, a government that uh, mandates that you buy stuff and then uh, okays the people who can sell it to you. And then you have these very rich people who have insulated profit margins. They get outsized power in society. You lose your ability to compete in those marketplaces. It's all, it, I, to me, I'm equally concerned about either way sure. of, of centralizing the power, of centralizing. Uh, the economic access. So I, I don't like to say beware of the left because I beware both. I, I don't like the welfare super state. I don't like the warfare super state. 
but I want to completely change gears after this and go to Kellerman making fun of Steph Curry for the moon landing comment. You might be surprised at what I have to say. This is Monica Perez. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Monica Perez. It's like everything I've been brought up to believe is all made of bull****. On News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. Perfect lead-in to this segment. I am Monica Perez here with my producer, Brad Binkley, and we're going to change gears a little bit from what we've been talking about, but if you want to hear the whole show from the beginning without commercials, where can people go these days, Binkley? I've kind of lost track since WordPress purged us. They can go to iTunes, the Propaganda Report, and subscribe, and I'll put a link in Twitter. On right. What Twitter. I do is I go to Pro- Propaganda Report. Uh, and I also type in Libsyn and Google it that way. Yeah. And the feed comes up. Okay. I that's presume good, that's yeah. totally current. Okay. So last week, and you can also hear last week's podcast of this show. That's up, right? Um, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. All right. So what we talked about last week was that Tim Cook got the Courage Against Hate Award from the Anti-Defamation League for uh, suppressing dangerous anti-government conspiracy theories that's what the guy said in the intro anti-government conspiracy theories which of course is the sole purpose of the first amendment is to express anti-government sentiment the whole purpose of the bill of rights is to resist the government okay but anyway so this theme continued this week we'd probably be doing the whole show about it this week if we hadn't already done it last week i hate it when we get ahead of the news uh the Google CEO was in Congress and there was a guy, a Congressman Raskin, who I have clips from it. We can play it maybe, but let me just give you the other, let me just give you a little synopsis of it. They were saying how the Congressman was saying to the Google guy, what are you doing to suppress these dangerous conspiracy theories? Um, that Pizzagate, for example, was debunked yet somebody watching YouTube videos came to rescue children he thought were being abused at that pizza place, and he shot it up. Now, first of all, Pizzagate was not, it might have been debunked, but it wasn't investigated. I mean, there were pictures of children bound in that place, right? And you can say it was a joke, I don't know, but the FBI or whoever was responsible, the police, chose not to launch an investigation. If they had, then... They could have released their report and put all these rumors to rest, but they didn't. So they left it out there. Uh, And then there were problems. Then uh, the congressman says, and this has gotten even worse. Now there are pictures of Huma Abedin and uh, Hillary Clinton with bloody fangs wanting to eat these kids. What are you doing about that? So so the Google guy said, well, I'm going to try to suppress disinformation, false stuff. And I'm thinking... He said, but we get 400 hours of video a minute, so it's hard. (laughs) I'm like, first of all, I have had my videos suppressed by that guy, so I don't know how hard it is. How about they investigate leads instead of just suppressing what they don't like? But it just occurred to me, if, if it wasn't clearly a parody or a fiction... It was not clear that it actually looks like Hillary Clinton has fangs that was being presented (laughs) as truth, right? there. So I immediately clicked on defamation and... Uh, defamation, YouTube's defamation policy, and yeah. it tells you how to file a suit. This is the beauty of our system. This is the beauty of the common law system, the English system, is 
that or the tort system. You are entitled to protect yourself. That's why awards are so high. They're punitive. So the the punitive nature of the awards is to punish the bad actor and reward the person who took him to court because it's such a pain. But then you don't need statutory law or regulatory law that anticipates every possible wrong and polices everything all the time. I believe that's the French system. Statutory law trumps common law. So we have these systems that a wronged person whose reputation is damaged by falsehood, that's what YouTube's defamation policy says that is actionable, or liable laws, whatever, you get to defend yourself. If it's come to your attention because it's damaging you, if it doesn't damage you, you don't get damages. But that's what it's for. So when they insulate people from, like if they have a law, there are some weird laws like this for big tech that insulates them from the consequences of their of their policies because big tech is so important. I, I think Murray Rothbard, famous libertarian, said a long time ago that Uh, When the Industrial Revolution came to England, people were suing and winning against factories who were just spewing soot onto their property. And the government stepped in and said, you can't sue the factories anymore. The factories are too important. Suck it up. And now we have pollution and we need regulation. So it's the same thing. If you let them go unfettered, if you tie our hands from our own self-defense, that justifies massive regulation. So that's the real answer. Yet... Yeah, and they're all they're doing. And and last year, last week, we talked about Tim Cook. He doesn't suppress um, podcasts and songs that encourage violence and rape and all that stuff. They they're worried about anti-government conspiracy theories, and that's what this that's what they're talking about. And they're and they're and their claim is that they are dangerous and get people hurt. But anything that evokes emotion is dangerous and gets people hurt. I mean, uh, a guy who kicked the wrong goal in in the soccer game in Colombia got killed, right? So what, do you don't have soccer anymore? I mean, people get hurt. Fans get hurt. Okay, so all that is the backdrop of uh, what I thought was taking it to the next level. Uh, Mateo tweeted to me, don't know if you guys saw this, but Steph Curry, and he writes in parentheses, basketball star, because Mateo knows that I know <laughs> nothing about sports, unless bo- it's boxing. Mateo and I talk about boxing. Uh, and a few other players said they didn't believe the moon landing on a podcast. Our old buddy Kellerman decided to passionately bash conspiracy theories on ESPN afterward. Now, the reason Kellerman's our old buddy is Mateo and I tweet at each other during boxing matches, particularly the two Triple G Canelo matches. If you don't follow boxing, it was a big match. Clearly, in my opinion, I mean, there's no question about it. Uh, Triple G won both of those matches, and he had belts to defend. The first one was called a tie, and the second one, Canelo, was stated the winner and got all of Triple G's belts. Now, Triple G is from Kazakhstan, I think. And I just feel so bad because he really got robbed, and this is supposed to be the land of liberty and justice for all, and he goes back to his Russian sphere of influence and gets to look. Re- it's, it just bums me out. And Kellerman, obviously, I mean, it was just like his jump-the-shark moment. He just defended the judges. It was indefensible. He would. It was just ridiculous. I mean, and I used to love Kellerman, and then it was just made no sense. It was like he was watching a different match. It was kooky. So I don't... I don't have faith in Kellerman anymore, okay? That's just me. I just don't have faith in Kellerman. But uh, 
but this took it to another. Now I know that I don't know anything. All I know is uh, Kellerman's invective against Steph Curry is fitting right into this theme of conspiracy theories are dangerous. So let me see. I know you pulled a couple of clips. I think it's the first Kellerman clip, which I believe is called clip six. Do you do you have that one? Bingham? I do. Clip six. Let's hear it. I don't think it's funny. Steph Curry has college, three years of college. Steph Curry's a role model. Kids look up to Steph Curry probably more than any other NBA player. They relate to him. He's not so big. He's not the fastest. He just is talented and works hard and is a great teammate. And I could be like that. They really love Steph. And he's a role model as a result of that. And that's just irresponsible. Like, to feed into those kind of, like, when Kyrie Irving said he thought the earth was flat, I mean, that's the dumbest thing a public figure has said in my lifetime. Maybe it's one of them. But Steph Curry not believing in the moon landing, it's not like that, but it's in the same vein. It's like... Here's the issue with how much information we have access to now because of the Internet. It's great we have access to information, but how do you vet the information? How can you tell the high-quality information from the low-quality information? Is that the end of that That's one? That's it, yeah. It, can, okay. it sounds like some low-quality information coming from <laughs> Max Kellerman. Well, there's a lot there. I mean, there's another. I think there's like a part two of that. Yes, clip. there is. Also, yeah, okay. No, not yet. So... The earth is flat thing, I have to say. Okay, so here, here's what uh, I want to say about the conspiracy theory stuff. There were two conspiracy theories. I used to really dig into different things. Uh, I never even thought of any conspiracy theory as being true. And at the time, it wasn't a conspiracy theory, but I was covering in real time the Boston Marathon bombing. I had a fill-in on this radio station. And the story kept changing, like real facts, like the identity of people, the race of some people. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. So at one point, it came to my attention, a picture of a naked man getting put in a cop car. And I was like, okay, Tamerlan Sinaev supposedly died in a shootout, but that looks like Tamerlan Sinaev. I stayed up all night. And, I, and Tamerlan Sinaev had been a boxer. So there were a lot of pictures of him with his shirt off. And by the end of it, I was like, nobody has pecs like that. They were like very flat and rectangular and like these weird nipples sticking out the side. It was like <laughs> clear. Now I'm telling you, like at the end, I was like, that is the same guy. That's the same guy. So people said the naked man isn't him. It was him. In my, my analysis, in, to my satisfaction, it was him. Paul McCartney, guy I like, thinks that Paul McCartney died in a car crash and was replaced by faux Paul McCartney, a fake Paul McCartney. And I like this guy, and I was like, hmm, that seems like a stretch, but I'm going to figure it out. And I just found it hard to figure it out, and then I compared picture after picture after picture, and I saw that Paul McCartney's 5 o'clock shadow was the same from his earliest pictures to his latest pictures. And I just, for me, I just do not believe that can be faked. I think Paul McCartney's been the same person from the beginning. And I had a guy call Flat Earth. He was Flat Earth Mark, he called himself. It's like, why do you think the earth is flat? It's like, I don't really know. I just, you know, read some stuff. It looked right to me. I was like, okay, well, I actually, I loved Flat Earth, Mark. He was very nice. But I was in the Concord once, and I saw the curvature of the earth. And another time I had to go to Indonesia on business. So as like, just for fun, I said, I'm going to fly east to Indonesia, and then I'm going to fly east home again. And everything worked. Like the sun was in the right place. I got to where I was supposed to go. I felt like I was going, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. was definitely circumnavigating the globe. So I don't believe the earth is flat. Right, but because I have a reason to. And then I had somebody in the military call and said, 
when the ships would fire on each other, they could back over the horizon so they couldn't be seen, but then they had to adjust for the curvature of the Earth. So there is a lot of evidence that the Earth is not flat. <laughs> so, but when you look at the moon landing stuff, I don't, you know, I actually met an NASA guy and I said, hey, how'd they get through the Van Allen belts? And he said, well, they were wrapped in tinfoil, basically. And I said, well, is that enough? He said, yeah. I was like, okay. What am I supposed, how am I supposed to know? You know what I mean? It could have yeah. been, it could have been right. It could have been wrong. That's what he says. I don't know. I can't, there's a, some really good questions about that. So, uh, g- give me the second half of that clip and then go to All right. The reason foreign governments can interfere in our politics is because way too many people have moved away from fact-based, you know, evidence and toward nonsense and conspiracy theories. And so they're easily manipulated. This is a crisis in the world. Really populism is on the rise in the world. Partly it's because of the access to information without the ability to vet it. So when a role model like Steph Curry, I know it seems like I'm making too big a deal out of it. It does. Says something as monumentally stupid as he thinks we never landed on the moon, kids are watching that. They're listening to that. It's a scary indication of where we are. And and in, I don't think it's funny. It's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. He doesn't think it's. Is he he's, auditioning for a job at CNN? He had. Oh well, maybe he's got. He's got. He Steph Curry is corrupting the youth, and that will not be tolerated. Uh, Mateo, populism I in oh, there. I gotta take a break. Give me a second. <laughs> be right back. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Maybe it's something really cool that. I don't even know about, you know. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. More of the Kellerman rant after the next break, top of the hour, and uh, Stephen A. Smith chimes in. But I've got a smoking gun against him, not a guy to trust with facts. But we just listened to Kellerman ranting on Steph Curry about uh, the that the reason populism is on the rise is that Steph Curry... I guess thinks something Kellerman doesn't think. I don't know. <laughs> he has a conspiracy theory. But Matteo tweeted, I had to triple check that populism means the will of ordinary people. Talk about gaslighting. But I forget what gaslighting means. But anyway, um, and we got other tweets. Give me another one, Binkley. Johnny Cook tweets, did you hear that Kel- Kellerman, the brave debunker of conspiracy theories, state foreign meddling in our elections as a fact? I guess some conspiracies are more equal than others. Yeah, that's that's a funny thing is that they're always spewing that conspiracy theory. They're always saying Trump stated without evidence. And then you'll talk to people who say the Russian the Russian collaboration or what do they call collusion? Collusion is the word they use. Whatever. I have yet to see evidence. There's no federal collusion law. Right. Right. That's another thing. So what if it is? Uh, So they're what my point is that they are really they're telling this guy it is not okay for them to think for himself. And then he tweeted, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. NASA contacted me. I'll be meeting with some astronauts. I'll, believe me, I'm going to back down. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to get my mind right. Like, there's too much on the line. I'm not, I'm nobody's hero. I will definitely not believe the moon landing was fake after I get my talking to. He already Please. said it was a joke. Oh, he did he come back and say it was a yeah. joke? Oh, because that chick in the Kellerman thing, uh-huh. I don't have that clip, but she kept saying, maybe it was a joke, maybe it was a joke. And he's like, well, it's not funny if it's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> nab it. I, got, we still, I, I want to see this through, though, because it's all about them trying to keep you from thinking at all, much less outside the box. So let's finish it up after the break. This is Monica Perez. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
you need parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.